Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Amelia. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. Amelia, welcome back. It's been such a long time. Thank you for having me. I know it has. Yes. And and we have you here today because we're talking back to the future. Which I know nothing about. Oh yeah, I know this was your first time seeing it. And so yeah, we'll we'll, yes. Yeah, we're looking for that reaction, that first time reaction. We are so teasing. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Come on. I mean, if anybody is the, the biggest fan, it would be Amelia. You can probably act out all three films, like right. Yeah, but I have to ask Quoked you a question line. first. Uh, I, yeah. So, uh, how are you enjoying Below Deck this season? Or um, enjoying it's, is not the word. No, it's been a pretty entertaining season. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on. Yeah, it's been interesting to see something like non-consensual activities being played out and how they're dealt with mm-hmm. so. what i've yeah. never seen this thing they're doing non-consensual stuff well like a cat jumping into your frame um, <laughs> yeah. no um well rape no. is one of the things that happens a lot on these boats and there just happens to be a camera crew on this yacht and so the actually this is had a I chance think- to stop it they did whoa one of the first times the producers actually like get involved right Um, if there's something like that or they're they did before when somebody fell overboard it was life-threatening stuff so So, they're not treating it like a nature documentary where this (laughs) poor little baby animal is gonna die but it wouldn't if they just gave it a little water (laughs) no (laughs) awesome i mean you know the ethics so cool it actually it didn't even get that far good in the sense that it was just one crew member trying to like no there were two. i mean it was i mean oh, yeah two. but um the male crew member going into the the drunken female crew members quarters she's literally passed out and he goes in there and tries i guess does get in bed with her but naked comes on top of her naked yep yep and the door's locked no no it wasn't locked i thought they said he and locked the, the door they were trying no, to when get he went to actually when he went like, to his cabin yeah later. okay okay no he he tried to lock the door he tried to shut the door and keep them out but they wouldn't let him uh, i'm so glad and another crew member woke up the captain who mm-hmm. immediately got him off the boat put him on in a car sent him to a hotel for the night and when he came back he was terminated nice Mm -hmm. yeah so i was about uh, to ask if there were any repercussions oh definitely oh yeah good yeah yeah he he still and then there was a second situation yeah based on there was a second situation with a female crew member who was making a lot of comments well, her comments and she was doing the same thing because she was making advances towards a male was, crew member was, who had repeatedly said, no, not interested. Yeah, yeah. And she she yeah. did the same thing. She went in his room yeah, and yeah. climbed on it, but oh. she wasn't naked, but yeah. climbed on his bunk, 
said, oh, yep. I'm going to give you a massage. And <gasps> yeah. he's like, no, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And the producers had to step in and get her out of there. <gasps> yeah. And like the harassment that you see like throughout, like before that even happens, like, and he, he made it clear he was not interested in her at all. And then she, she was still, she still kept pushing it. So I'm I'm glad I was glad to see that the, yeah. the producer stepped in and the captain took the stance that he did. Wow. Um, and it, with this situation, it was good to see that it, on both ends and that the way they treated it on both ends. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, her comments like to the to the yeah. victim, they yeah. were like, "Oh well, you should have sent him to me. I would have been glad to." Yeah. yeah. And then wow. maybe he wouldn't have done that to you. Yeah. Ugh wow yeah, she doesn't get it not yeah. at all that's amazing so, yeah well yay for the film crew or the producer of the show and the captain of the ship mm-hmm. yeah, i'm thrilled to hear that all right sometimes these shows can do some good you know showing the viewers what is and is not acceptable even though you know the perpetrators still don't get it so the audience People in the some people in the audience still may not get it, but at least they're seeing what a bunch of us. Yeah, and what is this going to Right, what is this going to do to the industry? Is it going to change? It's going to take a while because it's still you know mostly male-dominated right. industry, and you have the women on there as the stewardesses. And... Right. And the rest of the ships out there don't have a camera crew following them around. Yeah. So. And are the, you know, victims turning people in? By being believed when they are, because it's like, you see, these are a group of young people who like to get drunk a lot and. Right. That, and, you know, some of the guys that know that, okay. I can take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. situation here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just because you may invite someone back to your cabin, maybe you really did just want to have some more drinks with them and not get a right. massage, not kiss, right. not make out. Maybe you did want to kiss, but not have sex. And yeah. there, there's that song, a kiss is not a contract. Like that. I, um, it's a, um, find concord mm. so yeah yeah so yeah for some and also that comes to mind yeah and also be be that friend who sees something that is wrong and don't be afraid to step in yeah mm-hmm. yeah if you have a gut feeling about something stick with your friend yeah mm-hmm. yeah very true mm-hmm. anyway so how about culver and the rest of the crew <laughs> i do like i texted you yesterday i want to punch culver and his stupid white teeth he really he just annoys me yeah it's i don't know the whole thing i know it's typical below deck behavior to just hook up randomly with other crew members but mm-hmm. um uh, i don't know it's crazy um yeah. i like i like the uh the harry and Margot. they are although cute. it's I mean, she clearly is not interested in him, but, yeah. um, but they're cute. Mm-hmm. Well, clear to everybody, but Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Culver's even worse this season than he was last year with Bertini. So yeah. 
Oh, well. But maybe we'll see him again in five years and he will have matured like Joao. So maybe. who knows? Anyway, some of them do. Some do. Some do. So we'll see what happens with that too. Anyway, but we are here to talk about Back to the Future. <laughs> but I had to do that. Sorry, guys. Derail <laughs> the whole conversation. Yes. Below PSA. that corner. Yeah. So anyway, so did did anyone actually rewatch the movies or did we just watch the documentaries? Okay, of course, Court. Yes. Yay. Well, and I had rewatched the original recently within the past few weeks. I did not okay. rewatch it this week. Yeah. But I had rewatched it recently. Mm-hmm. So for this week, I just rewatched, or not rewatched, watched the assigned documentary Back in Time. And then the very dippy that y'all didn't sit through, but I did while Next doing episode. homework, Expedition, Expedition Back to the Future. It was like made for TV. Mm-hmm. It was on Max. Oh my God. Four episodes, clearly made for TV because you could tell where the commercial breaks were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they reintroduced what had happened in the previous episodes, you know, where they were like up to date constantly after every commercial break and every new episode and i think they've been said like last week or whatever or last time blah 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 mm-hmm. and very dippy it was cute but super dippy not a documentary totally fabricated and the premise was what's the dude's name he he's we're supposed to know him right cuz i guess he has some show called expedition expedition yeah where he stuff like this josh somebody yeah josh thank you court's looking it up so i wasn't prepared with that it just yeah no impact so he's walking along the road like going on some one of his expeditions or something and here comes a tesla with like all jazzed up with some time machine stuff on it and out pops Christopher Lloyd no it's Doc Brown and he shows him a newspaper with a photo on it of of Christopher Lloyd the Josh dude and Michael J Fox with the headline about raising dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign for the michael j fox foundation Mm -hmm. but the but the car in it is fading away and so josh has to doc brown tells him his mission is to go find christopher lloyd and they have to go find that car and give it to deliver it to michael j fox to auction off for his foundation Mm -hmm. so that's what happens and i guess what's cute about it is there were they discovered there were seven cars used in all three Mm -hmm. movies they track down the ones that are still in existence two were destroyed they never spoilers they just spoiling it so y'all don't spoil reality they then realize that no, they don't have to deliver one of the originals. They have to make one of their own to deliver to Michael J. Fox. And uh, so they find a guy who makes a living 
off of making time machines out of DeLoreans. And so they make one for him. And the Josh dude breaks the flux capacitor that the original maker of the original DeLorean had put in there. So what do they do? It turns out Christopher Lloyd had uh, allegedly had saved the original flux capacitor from one of the films and they put that in the car, you know, supposedly. I mean, that makes it super valuable, doesn't it? They deliver it to Michael J. Fox, who was thrilled. It's like, do you realize how much money this is going to make? And blah, blah, blah. And da, da, da. And so, so what, what, one thing that was cool about it is that we go around seeing, meeting all these fans who have collected stuff and this father-son duo who have this massive collection of original props from the movies. Like they have the original remote control from the first movie. And apparently the car was not remote controlled. They had a dude in there wearing a dog suit driving the car. Yeah. And so what they wanted to do to make their new DeLorean that they're delivering to Michael J. Fox is really make it remote controlled. And they did succeed at that. We had you. Yes. Amelia, do you remember anything from it you want to add that you liked or thought was cute or cool about it? I thought, like like you said, I thought it was cute. And I, of course, watched all four. Yeah. It wasn't, it was neither here nor there. I could have, I could have not watched it. I could have, you know, yeah. not going to watch it, but I could fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I guess, nice to add to the array of Back to the Future things that we've all seen, but we did. Yeah, I mean, I only watched the one, the first episode, and yeah, it, it was very, it was very cute. And I, I just didn't finish it because I was doing some other things. I did enjoy the first episode because we got Leah Thompson in it. And mm-hmm. she was talking about all the different characters she had played. And she showed them the dress that she still had because they were saying that they needed something from the movie. She's like, one second and popped up with the dress <laughs> from, yeah, from, from the dance. And she gave some backstory about the dress, how tight it was and how uncomfortable it was. And she was walking around like in her underclothes. And like with, I guess the, she's at the crinoline and her bustier. She said, "Well, Madonna was doing it, so whatever." It, it was fine. It was fine. So, like, I enjoyed that. Um, did more people like that pop up with souvenirs? I'd wondered. Uh, I'm I actually to don't think remember now if the original Jennifer was in Expedition. I know she was in Back in Time, right? Like, and I, I, I felt think like she was in Expedition as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I felt like once I saw Back in Time, I didn't go back to finish this because it, it it covered yes. everything. <laughs> and right. see, I saw Back in Time first, and then mm-hmm. it's like I I knew all the stuff that was right, but he was just presenting the same information with this mm-hmm. with this story, you right. know, and yeah. that right. I found the story annoying. So it you know, was cool. It's a biopic also. thing, right? <laughs> in back in expedition back to the future we went to this lot it's not a junkyard it is this place where a lot of filmmakers go to find random 
things to use on film sets to make other things. So they have, so it's where they got the stuff to make the original DeLorean. They needed it to look homemade because Dot Brown made it from just scrap things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Radio Shack and wherever else, you know, it was like a piece of a fan, uh, Radio Shack, not diodes, but, you know, little things like that. They don't make the pieces anymore that they used for yeah. the original flux capacitor, but they found the th- last three pieces they needed, supposedly last three, you know, whatever the pieces they needed at this place. They had missiles at this place. Truly, they had flamethrowers. It was mostly just stuck in different shapes. They had signs. They, oh, oh my God, the whole section inside was all these electronics, like to use in an airplane, to use in a nuclear missile silo, to old computers. The, the the Josh dude sat down and pretend, oh, he typed in thermonuclear war like he was playing yes. war games. War yes. So that was super cool because I've always wondered, like, where do filmmakers go to get this stuff? Well, here you go. So what I was hoping, and they didn't comment on this, do filmmakers take things back there? I hope they do. Yeah. When a film is done. Why not? I know. I mean, some things, you know, obviously people in the film take home or they auction off, you know, but if it's just parts that nobody's going to want, please take them back here so they can be recycled and reused. Yeah. But if they make it into something iconic, you know, like the DeLorean, then yeah, can't take it back. By the way, one of the cars is not a full car. It is one, it just, it, it's just the small body of the car that you sit in and they use it for close-ups and for moving yeah. the car with the, you know, the screen moving in the background. What, one of the things that they said in back in time was he was glad that he got the DeLorean because it, it was just made for a very short time and it, it didn't look like any other car in existence and so in the in the expedition one when the tesla drove up I'm like yeah it was kind of disappointing <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 when he had talked about that like for, for me it's always just been the movies the delorean oh yeah that's the back to the future car right. like it blew my mind when they actually said how many were created and then all these people were talking about yeah i got one it's like how did you get it and then it kept saying yeah and i want to make a time machine but i'm like but the delorean is a time machine what are you talking about and then i <laughs> i realized like what was happening i'm slow sorry y'all <laughs> I know. And it was funny at that time, back in Houston, there were maybe a couple of them that we would see driving around, you know, regular cars that were people's yeah. everyday cars. Not, yeah. I don't know if they were everyday, but they, right. there were people who had them. Right. And there was like some big repair shop or workshop or something in, in the Houston area also. Yeah. That's where cool. I worked on them. And in expedition, they show that DeLorean is currently so it exists now oh. and it's headquartered in Houston. 
Okay. This dude named Stephen Wynn. Mm -hmm. I looked him up online. It's not Wynn of Bellagio. Correct. Not that guy. (laughs) He is from the UK. He Mm -hmm. is a car mechanic. And he moved to the United States decades ago, made enough money, wanted, just was fascinated by the DeLorean, bought it out, cheap probably, owns all the records of every car ever sold. That's why these Mm. guys went there. They wanted to track down the seventh car, the Oxnard car, which ended up being at Universal. The one on display is a fake. They had the real one in the back. And so he has a bunch of original parts, the records of all 9,000 cars, original cars sold. And it, yeah. Oh, oh, and it's headquartered in Houston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So there you go. So So, I did learn some cool stuff in expedition. So was, was there ever one on display at the Smithsonian or? Mm-mm. since we have an expert at least here. not permanently <laughs> no okay. uh there oh you're asking Amelia <laughs> in the collection um this is actually one of the first questions I asked the curators um <laughs> when I started working there and um I at some point I saw an interview with Bob Gale and he was asked about that and he made a comment that he didn't want it going to the Smithsonian because he knew it would not be on display all the time, mm. which is absolutely fair. It would not have been on display all the time. Um, so I believe there's one at the Academy Awards Museum in Los Angeles mm. um, that is on display. Awesome. So, there is not any anything from Back to the Future in the Smithsonian. Oh, really? Nothing. Mm-hmm. There was at one point in time um, for some sort of special event that was going on. Um, there's a couple, and I do think they were an expedition um, Back to the Future. There was a couple that has a, a DeLorean that is set up by machine, and they travel around the country with it. Yeah, and uh, the money they make from it, they donate to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, uh, I did meet that couple. Um, they brought their car to the Smithsonian. It was parked outside for a couple of days. Um, but that's the only time. I love their story. Yes. I loved their story. Are they the ones the the guy was diagnosed with cancer yes. and said, "Yes, well, six months to live." Yep. Yeah. Fifteen years later, years. they're still. Yeah. He's still yeah. here. Yeah. And Amelia, did they tell you the story of how they put the car together? I I think they did, but also that was had to have been like That's six okay. or seven years ago. That's okay. It was in it was in the dock. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're probably <laughs> it was in talk back about in it. time. Yeah. 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 The real dock. We watched two of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was awesome. That was yeah. Awesome. How they uh, oh yeah, and that one came out in 2015. Yeah. Yes. So and at that point. He had been diagnosed 15 years before that. Yeah. yeah. And so that came out, what, eight years ago. So, wow. I, I hope that they're, that he's still doing well, still in remission. Me too. But yeah, what, what was their story? How did they put it together, Court? You want to tell that? 
Yeah, yeah. So this, when they were putting it together, of course, it was back in the day in the time of VHS, okay, and not not so much internet. So they were watching the movie over and over and over again, and like it became a project with them. They got a DeLorean, and they started getting all the on a parts. credit card. On, on they, you know, you only live once, right? Um, so yeah. they maxed out the credit card, and they were just going everywhere, the scrapyard and everything, to get the pieces for it. And they would sit and watch the movie, and they would pause it and like sketch everything out, and they would talk everything out together about the different structures and what they thought they saw, and what how this probably looked, and what happened with that. And like when they were talking, when they were talking about it with the guy who actually created the car, he said, "Well, when you when you're zoomed out." Like, it looks good. It looks exactly like it did in the movie. It's only when you get up close to it where you can see where it's a little bit different. But he liked how different it was because it was something special that they did. And, like, just thinking of it, they, they sat there and they would study. The, and, 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 like, look at the, remember the little TVs we used to have way back in the day? So imagine them sitting there rewinding, pausing, fast forwarding, just, like, trying. And, like, the screens, of course, like, the screens were not perfect. So, Yeah. You're right. Not even being able to look at it on a large flat screen TV with excellent. Yeah. 4K. No 4K yeah, for you. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. No. I yeah, love their story. It's a beautiful though. story. Yeah. yeah. And they've met Michael J. Fox yeah. several times. And like she said, he knew who they were. Mm-hmm. That's just so cool. He's awesome. And mm-hmm. as a reminder, we did an episode on the documentary about him still yeah. the michael J. fox story a few a couple months that was ago he, right i think so and i think that was Whenever the last time we out. talked to amelia <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh, i don't think i talked to y'all about that one really oh, i don't think she was with no, us yeah i don't think okay. so either no. all right it's a good documentary though mm-hmm. yeah right it's very good yeah so let's talk about the first time each of us saw the first movie. So who saw it in the theater? I did. Well, Susan did. Because we're of an age, right? Right. (laughs) So yeah, saw it in the theater and uh, yeah, loved it. (laughs) I remember, so I've told you all about this before. I, it came out right before I turned 16. But, and I don't know why it though. So it came out on a Wednesday, July 3rd, 1985. I looked up the date. They mentioned the date in, I think the documentary. And I looked up because I was kind of surprised it came out right before I turned 16. It's like, why didn't I see it that weekend? I don't remember why. And so I turned 16 on July 9th. And I went to see it right after that. Do not remember what day of the week. And I drove and took this guy friend. It wasn't a date, but took this guy friend with me. And so that's one of the reasons I remember it so clearly. Because it was the first time that I drove alone with a friend Mm -hmm. in the car. Mm -hmm. I had already driven alone with my sister in the car. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time to drive alone with a friend in the car and then just being blown away by the movie. Yeah. Uh, um, so Susan, do you remember who you were with or like, did it have that big I of an impact? Remember. I no, mean, probably I my mother and my brother, at least. I yeah. don't know if my dad wanted to go. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely those two. <laughs> yeah. Amelia, when did you see it for the first time? Do you remember? I don't, when the first one came out, I was 
six. Yeah. And was, I'm guessing, not allowed <laughs> to go. <laughs> I do remember seeing at the very least part three in the theater. Yeah. Um, so I would have been about 10 or 11 then. Had you already seen the first two at that point? I think at that point I had. Okay, that's good. And I don't remember if I saw part two at the theater, but I mean, definitely at some point saw it and it just kind of stuck with me. And then it wasn't till years later, probably late teens that I, I really started to like it. And of course had been in love with Michael J. Fox that entire time. So, (laughs) um, so that was a given, but Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the exact first time though. Yeah. Very cool. Court? When it first came, I didn't see it in the movie theater. Um, And actually, I'm trying to remember because I know the anniversary, everybody was excited. um, And I can't, I don't, I don't think I went back and saw it. Like, because they would have put it in the movie theaters again for the anniversary. For the 30th, they definitely did. I remember talking to Brad about it. So maybe I did see it in the movie. I don't Mm. think I did. That was a while ago. But like the earliest memory I have of it, I don't know how old I was. I just remember the mall parking lot and Marty and Doc and then Marty taking off. Like that's the first memory of the movie I have. And I remember over the years seeing them and always like on cable, like the the first two I would see all the time because it was on the cable all the time. But I remember mixing them up, like I would get them mixed up because so there are so many details within the movie that kind of cross over with each other. So did I see the first one? Did I see the second one? I can't remember because like, it's, just, it's not the same movie. They're different. Right. Yeah. And the third one I didn't see in the movie theater either. Like this isn't one that my family would take me to see. Again, I'd see it on cable like once it started not i want to say streaming but that's not what we right, had back no. then constant rotation on cable though <laughs> yes. exactly exactly like i yeah. read my tv guide and knew when it was coming on yeah i lived and died by that tv guide oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh my goodness well, but what you were just saying you know I've, i you were forgetting which one you were watching you know in part two they go back to part one right so they redid it in, in to some degree. That yeah. was freaking brilliant. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. So part two was definitely part one by any stretch of the imagination for me anyway. But I did really, really like part two, especially when they went back to the past, mm-hmm. to the, you know, to 1955. And redid those bits. Yeah. But then that was really scary. Because it's like, oh, no, don't mess up 1985. Yeah. I've I've never been able to pick between the two. Like, both of them are very special to me for very different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when the anniversary did come and we didn't have, like, um, all these holograms and all this other stuff. And all the, and, like, the hoverboards and everything else was futuristic. I was like, really? You lied to me. But, like the second movie is special to me for all the futuristic stuff that we got and like the first one is just like like that's so that guitar solo like that's one of the most iconic moments in a movie for me period point blank mm-hmm. what like, when he's playing in 1955 yes, yes. yes. Yeah. oh my god but i so in when he's playing though when his band is auditioning in 85 to play at prom 
Mm-hmm. I'm just dying laughing because that was Huey Lewis himself. And yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And my see, yeah. And Michael J. Fox was playing a Huey Lewis song, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so for Huey Lewis to say, I'm sorry, you're just too darn loud. That <laughs> is like, so funny. Oh my God. Yes. And oh wait what else was I uh oh my god I forgot what else I was gonna point out that oh and then and the whole DeLorean thing I was old enough to find that hilarious too when Marty says you built the time machine out of a DeLorean because I was aware I had seen the news and I knew what had happened with John DeLorean Mm -hmm. and so yes that was just great so there are things that younger people missed when it came out in 1985 that, I mean, like my parents knew who Huey Lewis was, but I don't think they found that bit quite as funny as I did. Mm -hmm. They loved all the 1955 stuff. Of course they were totally into that. And they thought what went over my head was when Marvin called Chuck Berry. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I know who Chuck Berry is. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and today, people watching it, all of that may go over their heads. Yeah. You know, not everyone, of course, but, you know, they may have the that. looks. Yeah. Trying just to the history they don't teach. <laughs> right. right. It just, oh my God, so many is like that. And there are probably mm-hmm. things that we missed about the 1955. Yeah, definitely. So just, oh my God. And in Back in Time, the documentary, they were talking about how many people think it was the perfect script. And it it very well may be. But you remember why Disney rejected it? Yes, incest. <laughs> yes, you made a movie about incest. Like, oh yeah, no. you're you're right. We kind of did. It's like things you don't see when you're writing a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it doesn't pass the Bechdel test, right? At all, and the black people in it are stereotypes. Mayor? They are. I was so happy that they made him the mayor. I, I agree. Like, oh, yes. yes, totally, totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm a little bit wrong about that then. No, no, no. You, no. Most uh, no. You're right. It was just okay. that one tiny thing. One tiny okay. thing that doesn't okay. fix everything else. No. But otherwise, pretty. It works. It totally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hilarious. It's memorable. It became an immediate classic. So all of that, but yeah, does not pass the Bechdel test and uh, yeah, could do better. For the villain is life. like super problematic and probably a racist, but oh, oh a rapist. yes, definitely a racist, <laughs> but you know, but that just makes him a better. It does. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a real villain. He's not just a bully. He's yeah. a real villain. And there are parts of part two couple of plot holes um but yeah i don't know well we didn't say part two is a perfect script true 
just part True. one. I actually, uh, similar, similar to court, I used to go back and forth for a long time. Part two was my favorite. And I don't know if that was, it was probably the whole future aspect of it that I found really interesting. And, um, and then at some point in time, it just, it flipped and it went back to one. One is always going to be pretty perfect. And, and then two, and much to my father's dismay, I'm not a Western kind of girl. I've never liked Westerns. Um, but you know, if I'm going to watch a Western, it will probably be part three. <laughs> True. At least it's not wild, wild West. That <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. So how about the rules of time travel that back to the future established oh my God. that have pretty much set right. the, the gold standard? Yeah. yeah. For everything. I love it. You know, in Lost, when they brought the back to the future rules at well and back to the future yeah. <laughs> these are the rules and so yeah. these it must be the rules for our time travel also yeah. <laughs> i mean don't these make the most sense yeah of, of any time travel uh speculative rules out there i mean now we haven't heard a scientist or i i didn't look up anything before we came to record this podcast but it, it would be cool. Okay, Amelia and all of your fandom, have you read any actual scientist comment on the uh, time travel rules set by Back to the Future? So I actually want to, what's up? I feel like at some point, Neil deGrasse Tyson oh, yes, commented on it. And I was going to see if I could find it really quick. Because I think probably the only one that i have seen that anybody would actually care about mm-hmm. yeah st- he did talk about it on star talk oh cool so yeah which he's done with he's done with other like space, space yeah things. so that would be fun for y'all to go look up yeah look up that episode yeah i know he does that a lot about the the science in movies would it would it really work in the in the real world and would would this happen or would that happen and all of that so it's, it's i mean if you fun. listen to stephen hawking mm. time travel ultimately wouldn't work you know what is yeah. it yeah here i i obviously i'm not going to read it while we're recording but here's an article in the new scientist from 2015 called Back to the Future, Does Physics of Marty's Time Travel Add Up? And uh, there are, but uh, yeah, there are no bullet points. (laughs) Space.com, okay. USA Today, is time travel possible? Sort of, here's the science behind it. Uh, Another one, time travel is possible. One-way ticket? space.com is time travel possible oh that's from this year uh science says time travel is possible but the way you're thinking okay and they mentioned doctor who star trek and back to the future so we don't i guess because they all have kind of different rules or do they all stick by the Mm -hmm. same rules or and then there's shows like la brea (laughs) oh please yeah (laughs) 
12 monkeys 12 monkeys oh, 12 better monkeys. yeah i love that show very confusing you need a whole dry erase board that you can never touch to go back and forth but they didn't mm-hmm. follow the back to the future rules which made it refreshing because they did something yeah. different that we've seen yeah. with other people mm-hmm. but like you said i've seen other movies reference back to the future like mm-hmm. when they're talking about their time travel like just like some movies would reference night of the living dead for their zombie rules mm-hmm. it's just it became its own thing yeah and then for time travel i also think of the movie mm-hmm. oh yeah bruce willis a picturing of the guy yeah and oh my god that was so disturbing like the scene where the guy is being tortured in the past and we see the results of it in the present yeah god yeah i don't know like that makes some sense to me but on the other hand not because that means it's all in my mind, it's, that means it's all like the same timeline and the timeline didn't split like Doc explains. Like it's not a multiverse. It feels like it, it was a diverging timeline. Like it splintered off if that's what happened. In Looper. Of, I was going to say, I'm thinking of the movie Frequency where mm. it was um, Dennis Quaid and Jim, yeah. James Caviezel yeah. where the same thing was happening mm-hmm. um, where you had the father and son in separate timelines and they were helping each other. They were speaking over a ham radio or something yeah. and they were changing some things that happened in the past and you could mm-hmm. see the effects of it. But like it was the, the butterfly effect, like right. everything they would do would adjust and, you know, they didn't follow the backs of the future rules of not interfering. Right. Well, butterfly or- effect felt to me very similar to back to the future in mm-hmm. that only Ashton Kutcher's character was aware of the changes yeah. because like, it's as if he was jumping from one timeline to another. So a multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with Christopher Law, uh, Doc Brown and Marty when traveling together, yeah. they were aware of the changes. Yeah. But like in Looper and Frequency, things were changing, it seemed, on the same timeline that it wasn't a multiverse. It felt, I don't remember details because I've seen each only once a long time ago. I, yeah. They also mm-hmm. did it in Avengers Endgame. I had to say that. Um, <laughs> and they re- they referenced Back to the Future. Um <gasps> Who, was, who did it ant-man ant-man's character who referenced it like that was his whole mentality well won't right. we break things if we go and pull this out of the past right. and pull that out of the past and do that out of the past and um tony stark iron man he was like are you talking about back to the future and it was a laugh but like yeah like mm-hmm. they referenced it another oh. one in uh rick and morty i'm mm-hmm. i'm not sure if it's like time but they definitely travel across multiverses Mm. yeah so Mm -hmm. and and it it gets messy because people meet each other and yeah yeah it gets really really messy and at this point i i think they're in season six or something and yeah just just whatever you just made me think of time cop when the guy oh, I don't God, time know if you remember time cop <laughs> where you like it's just, it's similar rules where you cannot occupy the same space if you do things are going to get ugly but yeah well i'm back to the future the you know jennifer flipped out when she saw herself yes but 
it was not a yeah moment where the earth you know where space but did they touch collapsed. each other they didn't did no. They? no yeah so they never touched each other so yeah but we don't even know if that would it didn't the time universe pal. would implode or something <laughs> but we don't know <laughs> i know and then also the flash just came out on max a few days ago mm-hmm. which i haven't seen you saw but i know that that i i am actually gonna watch on max mm-hmm. you know i didn't want to pay for yeah. it in the theater but i know that time is involved uh-huh. in that and i won't say how but there is a reference to facts of the future oh really <laughs> I won't say how because I want you to see it and I'm like uh, text me you'll see it and you'll know and you'll text me okay now with the with the spider-man one is that just multiverse or is there time multiverse okay I mean it's multiverse okay so it's completely different rules yeah yeah I feel like that's jumping to different multiverses okay yeah I mean see why should I do this yeah Um, he's moving (laughs) between multiverses yeah, there are some elements of time being adjusted in mm. some of the movies, but that's because of the time zone. But I saw that season. I'll explain it later. Okay. But time gets rewound and then, yeah, never mind. Okay. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. It's not Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. A rewinding time. That's a whole different Superman. thing. Superman. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. First Superman. <laughs> well, oh, with yeah. Christopher Reeve, first Superman. Yeah. 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 That was cool. <laughs> impossible, but saying impossible. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I was gonna say it's have Superman. Gone, yeah, have we gone too far <laughs> off the off the ledge here? <laughs> no, no it's mean, all about time travel exactly. and and how uh, you know H.G. Wells should have set the rules, right? The time mm-hmm. machine, but yeah. no, it's Back to the Future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Amelia said. Is now the golden rule well, of time travel. Does it follow some of those rules that were set forth in 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 that? Book, I have or? not read uh, the uh, uh, time machine in so long. I've forgotten, totally right. forgotten, right. because you know when something else comes in and hits you so hard, like Back to the Future, yeah. it supplants everything else yeah. that came before it. True. Yep. Which is really too bad because well. I'm afraid, but you know, Rob Zemeckis and uh, Bob Gale. <laughs> Bob Gale wrote it. So, oh my God. From, what was it, Back in Time, the documentary, they had talked about that Cineworld play. Does that still exist? Really? Have you been? I want to go. That looks like fun where they do the reenactments of Back uh... to the Future um, and they have people come and dress up and they don't have to be involved in the reenactments. They're not. They have like actors there. They just get to be spectators, I guess. I I have never I don't know if it's happened in the states I've seen it happen in England and I have some friends who went and said it was amazing maybe they were English because they had accents right yeah that's cool okay that sounds and they did I I know they did two years ago they did something similar but it was a stranger stranger things one and mm-hmm. my friend was at the what is the character david harbour's character what is his name um the cop i don't know in stranger things i can't think of it. but um i have a friend who's an actor and he played that part when they did it over there cool um hopper hopper yeah pop yeah 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 
So that's so funny. Know, you I, said you said stranger things. And what hit my head was perfect strangers, which then made me think the leftovers. The leftovers. Oh my God. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're we're getting close to our leftovers are, rewatch. Yeah. I'm gonna put and it this on year my we're calendar. having guests on for it. Yeah have to do like one episode a day for like the next month yeah yeah you know that's Maybe impossible for me it. you should oh my god that would be fun <laughs> why is there not a leftovers documentary because we don't need one because it just stands alone on its own yeah and i don't i it, the, let the and mystery b it's just so yeah okay we're there, on back there are future, some sorry. yeah there there are some commentaries some episode commentaries on the you know dvd slash blu-ray and and i own it now on apple but i'm i i I'm you, yeah sure. you don't get the extras okay that. i don't think i would watch them even if i had them they might be available on youtube i don't oh, think i want them okay i mean i i might check them out just because like, something different I haven't done already. All right. Well, I'll see. Oh, I was thinking we could watch one of the episodes and react to it, like just live, like not plan it where anybody would be able to hear it because, you know, copyright they probably would kill us. Um, Like just like a our, watch us reacting. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. We, we haven't do done that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be one of our favorite episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of. Well, that that's the problem, you know. Season one, know, episode ten. <laughs> Season one, episode I six. Li- I live here now. Yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, exactly. We've definitely gone off the yeah the tangent. Yeah. We all now. <laughs> Sorry, Amelia. <laughs> off the time machine railroad track. All good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Amelia. Did you watch the animated series? It came out in ninety one. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. I yeah, loved it too. Tell right? us about that. I did. I even it is available in one of the Blu-ray special editions. Really? It has all of the movies, it has behind the scenes stuff, and then one of them is the the animated series. Thank you. It's I'm um I mean it's a little cheesy, but it's it's worth a watch. Yeah. You know. Like it was educational. It was fun and educational. Like I learned so many, like literary. Like they talked about H.G. Wells, and was it Journey to the Center of the Earth? Because like Doc Brown loved loved that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look that up. Thank you, Amelia. Yep. I think it's the I think it's the the set that the flux capacitor on the front that lights up. Okay. Oh, cool. Hopefully they still have it. There if not, I'll find sets. somebody's copies. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and I have several of them. I love that. You said you have some of the books too and you have all kinds books. of items. I do. And a lot of our stuff is still in storage, so I couldn't get to everything. But I did pull out what I do have mm-hmm. with me, which is a lot of a lot of shirts. So I have this hoodie, which is one that Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox were promoting, I think earlier this year, late last year. So it's like an official from the Back to the Future shop hoodie, which I have. And then of course it's hot here. So I have to get rid of the hoodie, 
Nice. the other shirt um this one i think i actually found um at a cracker barrel um Really? That's so cool. i went with some friends or co-workers we went to cracker barrel and there was that shirt um i have this one which to me actually looks like an astro Oh, yeah. shirt It does. That's totally um astros. but it's also uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they, did they have a back to the future night or something? right They, uh... maybe i have sweatshirt yes Nice. when this baby hits 88 miles an hour you're gonna see some serious shit on um me undies did a collab several years ago so i do in fact have back to the future underwear um i have That's socks good. i couldn't find any of my socks but i do have those i have more hoodies and t-shirts that are all packed away i have the back to the future ultimate visual history and then um they did a revised and expanded version which i got last christmas so this one is still sealed but i have the other one too um Mm -hmm. Cool. i have william shakespeare's get the back to the future Nice. which is the whole story um, written. You've never seen Back to the Future unless you've seen it in the original Shakespeare. It's true. Or Klingon. I have, <laughs> um, right. this is a car charger for my phone, but it is a a flex Baby capacitor. flex capacitor. Cool. Um, I have a little hoverboard. Nice. There's a deck. Um, have some bicycle playing cards. Oh, yeah. This is incredible. I Um, love it. Didn't know all these existed. this is actually my work um, ID, and my lanyard Wait. is Back to the Back Future. to the Future. Um, Nice. I have a funny story about work too. Coffee mug. <laughs> Cool. Oh, I love that. oh my gosh. Um. Wonderful. I have, this is a body pillow. My mom made me a, um, a pillowcase <laughs> Yeah. that's Cool. all like Doc and Marty. That's awesome. That's That my pillow. is. Um, Are there bobbleheads? I haven't seen bobbleheads I'm there. sure they exist. I'm sure they exist. Multiple Funko Pops. Mm -hmm. There's, I think 20, 25 ish. And I, I think I have maybe half of those. They're hard to come by now. I have plushies. I have a plushie of Marty and Doc and the DeLorean. Um, Playmobil put out a whole like set of there's the clock tower, Marty's pickup truck, and there's one from part two, one from part three. Are there And Lego? Oh, yeah. there was Okay. I have a another friend who has some. There was a DeLorean that they put out, oh gosh, it was probably 10 years ago. And Clock at Tower? that time, Mm -hmm. I did not have, I didn't have a lot of income, so I didn't get it. And I haven't been able to find it for some, Oh. well, you can find it, but you're going to pay Expensive. Yeah. a lot Yeah. for it. Um, Yeah. there is a really, I've seen recently Lego doing these um, really elaborate, big sets that are super nice and they do have a DeLorean it's like $200 if you want to go that route um I have the Monopoly um Back to the Future Monopoly 
um, which we've played exactly once. <laughs> um, What's the most expensive the... street? Oh, that's a cookbook? Ooh, Back to the Future oh, Hill cool. Valley cookbook. That's, cool. that's very cool. So I have... Um, I have dreams of one day when we have our own kitchen again of going through and doing all the recipes. Have a back to the future dinner party. Yes. They actually, they have the recipe for Uncle Jailbird Joey's welcome home cake. <laughs> That's awesome. And we did have my husband put together a model DeLorean and that was one of our cake toppers at our wedding. Yeah, that was great. And then my my really fun like work work-related story, I honestly did not think I was going to get my current job because when I in and I did the interview all went really well everyone was super nice and then the director of my current team was in there and she said um what will you bring to the team and I said I can quote the entire dialogue to back to the future so I'm always entertaining (laughs) nice (laughs) and um I was like, yeah, they're not going to call me. Like, that's not the answer we were looking for, but (laughs) it worked. Out of the box, right. Fellow Back to the Future fans. It worked. They they offered me the job, so there we go. Nice. But yes, I am kind of, I think any job I go into, I'm kind of the Back to the Future girl. And I have have a Funko Pop of Marty. So the original Marty Funko Pop I have bought multiple times because I have one that's still on the box and I have at work and then I have the enchantment under the sea dance poster that's also up in my cubicles yeah cool that's great thank you for telling sharing all that and I can actually do all the dialogue wants to watch the movie with me except for my husband and he's just he has to and does he recite it with you um, he knows some of it. And actually, I think I may have told us where he and I met on a website called Geek to Geek. Yeah. And always he had sent me a message. And so I pulled up his profile and it was a picture of him. And it said that he lived in Maryland. And then they had a little like a little tagline or something with each profile. And his said, you're my density. Oh, and oh. I was like, okay, I have to at least talk <laughs> yeah, to this guy. This is a sign. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. I like it a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, you saw this movie for the first time last week. And so you've got no, no, <laughs> yes. 100%. And you just jumped right in. It is, it's definitely one of my comfort movies. Yeah. You know, when I'm not feeling well, when my grandfather passed away, I was, it was, like that's what I did all weekend is I just I watched oh. the movies um yeah. yeah I can put it put it on and let it play and mm-hmm. you know yeah and if I hear just hear anything you know out in the world in a conversation somebody says something and it triggers something it just in my head yes. you know um I like to tell my brother, say hi to your mom for me, which is weird. Well, I expect their moms, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Our cats are, we call our cats buttheads all the time. Yes, they so, are. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. 
It is my movie. And a lot of that has to do with Michael J. Fox. He was, I think, my first celebrity crush. So, yeah, which came first? I was still it celebrity Michael? crush. Was it Michael or, the, or Back to the Future? Um, It was probably Michael because I remember Family Ties. Okay. Even though I was I was young, I remember, you know, it being on TV yeah. and I remember seeing him and um, thinking he was super cute. Mm-hmm. So, And this is just so different for him compared to playing Alex P. Keaton. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. When and- I was a kid, I wanted to read the Wall Street Journal all the time. I was like, can I get a copy <laughs> of the Wall Street Journal? Read what Alex, Alex reads. Reading. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I grew up and I realized what the dynamic was there. Oh, cool. So now i got to go back and watch the movies because I didn't mm-hmm. watch them for this week. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching I was watching them and my niece came in during the third one. And she's like, oh, you're watching Back to the Future without me? You didn't tell me you're watching? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, is this the one? Oh, yeah. They thought she was dead. I was like. Because I, I hadn't seen the third one in forever. So I, all the details were out of my head. And I was like, really? Save a spoiler for me. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Here's a question. Um, what is everybody's thoughts on the whole bolts? I wish that they would release at least m- more of the footage than they have. You know, yeah. we've all seen the the little, and they showed a few scenes just without audio mm-hmm. in the Back in Time documentary. Mm-hmm. I I feel really bad for him, but obviously they made the right decision. Yeah. I don't think he's ever commented on it publicly, has he? I don't think so. Yeah. Not that I've ever oh. seen. Like, that's hope. That's something I hope they, they don't, they never, they didn't ask him in interviews. You, you feel bad. Like yep. uh, when they were talking in a documentary about like how the announcement was made at dinner, like that night and the actors themselves, they, they know what that feels like to be let yeah. go and to be let go six weeks into filming something. Yeah. And I, I love Eric Stahl. So I've, there yep. are things that I've enjoyed him in, yep. but this was made for Mike. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Eric is still working. He is. Yeah. yeah. So he's a great yeah. actor. Exactly. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. yeah. His style is just different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that must have been really, really tough. I wonder he felt like he was not the right fit. I I would think. I would think sometimes you can tell. Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you're either feeling it or, like you're you're just, it's just a job. You're just Mm -hmm. saying the lines. Whereas, like, Mike, Mike, I'm going to just call him Michael Jackson. Michael J. Fox came (laughs) in and he became Marty. He already was. They wanted him originally. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I never felt like Elizabeth Shue was right for Jennifer when they replaced the original Jennifer in the and that's, second. That's because you saw it for her first. For me, like it's the whole thing where they, they meshed in my head. Oh. And I, that's why I was so confused for a long time. Mm-hmm. I also felt like she was overacting from her very first scene in part two. Yeah. Just totally overacting. It felt so unnatural. It, it set the wrong vibe for me for part two. Like I felt like, oh my God, this is going to be garbage. How did y'all think about her? Is that just me? I prefer Jennifer one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I liked the way that 
I think she was a little more earnest in her performance. Yeah. yeah. So felt like they yeah, had it's chemistry. Yeah. I get why, like, I get why she stepped away. Um, oh, she stepped away? She stepped away. Oh, lady. Um, her, her I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, her mother had gotten really sick. And mm. so she stepped away for that reason. Okay. And they had to bring somebody new in. Okay. There's also the whole, like, Crispin Glover yeah. side of thing, yeah. which has, I don't know if that was ever settled what legally settled what was that because they didn't use him in the subsequent films he's only in the first one yeah his character appears in part two but it's not him (gasps) actor who was made up to look like him yeah what yeah well did i not well he spends most of his scene like up down I was learning about that in the documentary back in time because they showed a different guy talking about being upside down and lying down all the time. I'm like, that is not Crispin Glover. I had no idea. That is terrible of me. Why did they, did Crispin Glover not want to come back or was he difficult to work with? I think he wanted more money Uh, or something along those lines. Yeah. And they weren't going to give it to him. And then when they brought the character back with another actor is when I think he filed some sort of law. Do that? But I'm not up to date on the I'm not up to date on it. I don't know like where. Oh, I'm gonna have to Google uh, that now. I wonder if he won. I mean, he was playing a character, even though he originated it, you can't like trademark or copyright a character that you didn't create the writer created that character Mm, right he played it for the first time he doesn't own that character no the right like look up all of so is that why they had his character upside down the whole time in part of it just so you're not looking. I mean, yeah. they, but they changed your gen. So true. Yeah, I do think. I think it's interesting that they went with Elizabeth Shue. I don't know the timeline. She was, I'm guessing, already known from Karate Kid. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. So yep, she yeah. I think that was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish we would have seen more of Jennifer. Like she wasn't in the movies enough for me. Like I know it was a dude's ride dude trip but um <laughs> I, I wish they would have let her stay awake mm-hmm. just, just explain it to her yeah. but whatever i mean yeah but yeah jennifer one I, I i liked her yeah for mm-hmm. sure i thought it I was know she has mm-hmm. she's doing a lot of the cons now jennifer one um yeah. and uh oh gosh i can't think of his name mayor goldie wilson yeah, oh, yeah. does a lot of the cons mm-hmm. yeah Side thing, I loved seeing Flea in mm-hmm. part two. Yeah. From Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was. A little cameo. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh. There is, I'll have to send y'all a link to it. Tom Wilson, who was Biff, 
Mm-hmm. I don't really, I think he used to do stand up. Maybe he still does some stand up, but there you can find on YouTube a bit that he did. He pulls out his guitar and he sings this little song about what fans say to him when they come up to him. And it's really, it's really amusing. So, I would yes. imagine your butthead. <laughs> it's, it's very, very good. So. I'll find it. I'll send you all a link. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I remember the first time I ever saw like him in an, in an interview. Um, I was like, "Damn, he he's nothing like Biff. He's actually kind of nice." I I'm acting. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I know. But like, you you grow up and you see these things, and this is how I know you. I was like, "Oh, you're yep. pretty nice." Yep. I do think the movie's gotten more popular, mm-hmm. probably in the last ten or so years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Gen X yeah. sharing it with their kids. And it, the yeah. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Like the anniversary. Yeah. Like that yeah. would have done it. Um yeah. and you know there's a musical now on Broadway. Yes. There so is. there's that too. Where do you stand on a remake or a fourth movie? I don't think they should do one. I again have seen Bob Gill in interviews say that there will not be a fourth one while he is alive. Good. And they all um, wore those t-shirts at one point. They showed in back, the back to the back in time documentary that read back to the future four mm-hmm. with a circle and a slash through it. I like that. Yeah. Please yeah. don't. And please don't yeah. ever do a remake. I no. agree. Yeah, agree. We've, we've talked yeah. before about how some movies should never and TV shows should never be remade. Mm-hmm. Agree. Like someone just made a really good point. I read this morning. They were talking about like there should be shouldn't be as many remakes as there are right now. Like just put it in the movie theater again, and people yes. will come. Yeah. Like they just did that with Jurassic Park for their anniversary, and I think they said they made one point seven million dollars. Like just by doing that. And I told y'all by experiencing Jaws for the first time in a movie theater mm-hmm. and I'm seeing in a couple of weeks um, in the movie theater. Like if you put some of my old favorites in yeah. the movie theater, I will go. You will get people to go see them who have never yeah. seen them before. That was one of my favorite things when it was like the anniversary of The Shining. I got to see it in the mm-hmm. theater for the first time. Yeah. It was yep. amazing. Yeah. Yep. And I got to the see 40th anniversary. Oh my God. I would love to see yeah. Die Hard in the theater. I did. It was a couple years ago. It was amazing. They they could bring that back out every Christmas, mm-hmm. even just they for could. one day. Yeah. Like Alan yeah. dress perfect for them. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I did this thing one year where um we went to this small, I guess, theater where they they do it every year where people come. It's interactive. They give you water guns. Oh. <laughs> and so when certain things happen, you're supposed to use the water gun and they throw things into the crowd. And it's just a rewatch that way. That's funny. Yeah. Great. Love something like that for Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I watch all three movies. I did when they re-released it for the anniversary. I did go see it at the mm-hmm. theater last year. It played at the rooftop movie theater that we have oh, yeah. here in Houston, and so Garrett and I went to see it one night. So that's cool. That is very cool. And obviously no anniversary is ever going to be as big as the 30th mm. because, you know, of the, that's the future they went to. But that's true. that is another thing I have. So in 2015, 
in part two, when they go to 2015, Doc has the USA Today. And so in 2015, USA Today actually put out one sheet that had that same, oh, um, the same God. page on it. Um, so I have that somewhere. It's framed. Um, oh, I wish I had known that that day I would have bought the paper. Yeah. Oh my God. That is fabulous. Yay for them. Yeah. I would have bought that. That is frameable. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I feel so bad. Oh I also, God. one thing I got recently, so there's a movie theater here in town that I'm sure Kelly and Susan will know, the River Oaks mm-hmm. movie theater, which has been around forever. And then it was on the market they were going to tear it down there was all this talk somebody bought it and they're going to redo it and open it back up as a movie theater yeah with but, more comfortable seats hopefully yeah. oh my god <laughs> but even if that um, means it's only one screen well, <laughs> um you funny you mentioned seats so when they did this they pulled out all of the seats and they sold them off and I had to give it to him early, but for our anniversary this year, I bought Garrett two of the seats. Oh my gosh. Um, because the first time yeah. he came to Houston, he and I and Susan and our friend Marianne went to that theater and we saw Moonrise Kingdom. Oh. Wow. And so uh, when I saw that, I bought two of the seats from there, which we have. And they had a... Um, boxes and boxes of uh movie stills and mm-hmm. so i pulled every single back to the future one and bought nice. all of those too oh my that's gosh amazing that's awesome mm-hmm. how cool wow not quite like that father and son that were in uh well, in the expedition but you know i have a a nice yeah. little collection it's a start it's a start <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nowhere else to go because they own everything. They have everything. Okay. There's nothing else well, out there. <laughs> Original. <laughs> have to pick another movie. <laughs> They're hoarding it all. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But at least they will let people come to see it. You just yeah. have to make a, an appointment with them. I don't know if they charge. I don't think no. they need to, no. but I don't know if they do. Yeah. I remember years and years ago, I saw Seth MacFarlane on Jay Leno, and he has a DeLorean that was modified to look like the time machine. And I remember in that interview, they were talking about it, and Jay Leno was really kind of going at him like what a nerd he was. And so rude. If women were into that thing and I was like, it's a DeLorean? Like, all for it. <laughs> there you go. I, I would rather go out with someone who has a time machine than just a plain DeLorean plain mm-hmm. DeLorean. I'd be like, what the fuck mm-hmm. time machine DeLorean? Like, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. 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 Like this dude gets me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, the endless yeah. discussions of the rules of time travel. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, when I saw you or my density on that dating profile, mm-hmm. that was all I yeah. needed. Yeah. yeah. And it's worked for 
That's how many perfect. years now? Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, coming up on our seventh anniversary, wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And the the picture that came up on my uh, my wallpaper today was a picture from from your wedding. So. Aww. Yeah. That was a sign today. <laughs> yeah. Good times. And for anyone who doesn't know, it's uh, Amelia's husband also does the music for our podcast. Yes. And he wrote the theme song. Yes. Yep. Credits and something the show updated. And website. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. But people hear it and they, they know it's our show. Yeah. It's true. Doesn't mean we can't get it updated, but. Right. We were, Susan and I were talking recently that when he did it, uh, we should have gotten multiple versions done so that they would fit in with our horror-based shows and a <sighs> comedy show and a supernatural and a zombie and all of that. But, you know, that would be like, you know, another eight to 10, uh, at least five or something <laughs> versions, you know, same so- theme leftovers to theme yes in the style of max richter yes (laughs) of course we could always run that through uh ai and they could transform it no i know Mm. the human not cool yeah yeah yes so yeah so we'll have to talk to garrett (laughs) yeah see if he's down yeah but you know what we're doing next week yeah yes we haven't picked a film or three something related to labor day yes and i wrote down a bunch of options yeah you did i haven't confirmed in a while which of these are available i was gonna say if we do normal way we have to do it before the 31st on max okay i i'll watch that one i don't know that susan will sorry to bother you that one jumped out at me because that's like a that's a wonderful work-related Oh my um, God. And Owen, oh, oh, how funny when I came up with this topic, the strike on. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can just watch the news. <laughs> right. Right. So make- options I had written down Ray, sorry to bother you, working girl, up in the air, Silkwood. I know it's a biopic. Uh, Harlan County, USA. It's a documentary on Max. Uh, or it was as in May newsies on Disney plus <laughs> support the girls and a bug's life. There are plenty of others out there, but those are some mm-hmm. ideas I had. And, and we know a couple of people on strike and yep. I don't know if they can talk about it or on a podcast or I don't know what the rules are. They could probably I- talk about the strike that anything they are working on. Okay. Right. Or have worked on. Right. Right. Yeah. So that talk about work can probably talk about the strike. Okay. Yeah. Not for nothing, but if y'all watch, you can see Christian Bale singing and dancing. Yeah. Very true. He was just a little boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Little baby. Baby Bale. Mm -hmm. Love him. So, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out then for next week because. Obviously, we're really into planning here at Eat Girl Soup. Planning in advance for some things, yes. We also haven't (laughs) always recently been watching the same things. 
Right. We've, we have, we have more theme. recently mm-hmm. been coming to this where we've each been watching something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been fun. That has been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are y'all watching currently? Just watching in general? Yeah. Oh, foundation. Uh, physical, both on Apple. I'm watching. Uh, I watched season three of Ragnarok on Netflix, which is the season of that. Norwegian. What else do I have week by week? Gosh. I think that's um, it. All my other things on Apple ended. Oh, I started Telemarketers Max. It's HBO, actually. It's HBO. It's yeah. two, it's two weeks in, three weeks in at this point. It's interesting and mm-hmm. awful about telemarketing industry. Yeah. Y'all started it. You check you checked it out, Susan? No. no. Okay. No. I just have, you know, right now just the energy for my studying and my trashy TV shows. Yeah. So Sunday morning, I start my day with 90 Day Fiance UK. Yeah. And and then we podcast. And then I yeah. end with the I don't know, whatever other 90 day show is on in uh, <laughs> on yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. I've been watching Justified City Primeval. It's the, the newest season of Justified, even though it ended a couple years ago. They came back with a whole new storyline. And I hope I hope they're coming back for more because uh, it's the last episode airing coming this Tuesday. I'm very sad about that. Okay. I've been only been back. It. I I didn't I mean when you get time start with it yeah and yeah. i don't know why i didn't it's, well because i had so many other so things good. oh for invasion oh god yeah. how did i leave that invasion right, it just started, i thought you said invasion okay again yeah i didn't yeah. say invasion oh you my god didn't. you said foundation yeah. i did and that okay. but but i knew something was missing and i was like racking yeah. my brain and there's been only one episode so far when this yeah. comes out there will have been two. Oh my god yeah <laughs> um and ahsoka um like mm, that just Disney. started yeah. yep that just started and i've been watching i told you i've been watching a lot of movies on youtube like tv movies from back in the day i messaged <laughs> i messaged them last night because uh, i was watching baby jessica and i'm trying to find her in the well <laughs> and it was everything they had the oh commercials God. they had the commercials from 89 and i'm like look at that toyota corolla the hell and um it was something and it was like oh there there was such a thing as the american comedian american comedian awards like what the hell is that i've never heard of that um it was and that was based on a true story right it was yeah Yeah. i remember that i remember the story with the whole thing the whole it was such an ordeal and and i think that started the whole baby or you know children being trapped in a well thing yeah you remember yeah. that whole it was like a a trend <laughs> not a trend you know? it was a thing for a while children getting trapped in wells and then and then for a few years it was people getting trapped in mines right because it was <laughs> yeah. that what 66 days or something yes. in Chile yeah. yes and then children in caves <laughs> I'm being obviously I'm being silly I, I'm not yeah. making light but you know sometimes you have yeah. to laugh but yeah. no, for a while, it, and and there was more than one incident of 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 a child being trapped in a well. Yeah, it's like I why does something. this keep happening? 
I told somebody once I had a fear of ever since I was a kid, I had a fear of falling in a well. Well, that's why. Yeah, you know why. <laughs> it, was, it was part of I the was zeitgeist. Like, it was like, because, you know, because of baby Jessica, they didn't know what I was talking about. So I had to <laughs> explain that. You were right to have that fear. Yeah. <laughs> it could have like- happened anytime, anywhere. A bit, hmm. you know, a sinkhole could have opened up. Oh, and, and sinkholes are happening. So, you know, it, this, this could still happen to anyone. Yeah. And I kind of want to send you guys like uh, the clip just so you can watch like and see the hole they said that she somehow got down. It was tiny. I'm like, mm-hmm. it was like, this, that's not a well. No. So it's teeny tiny. It was teeny tiny. It was tiny, but she was yeah. 18 months. So, yeah. I, oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me. That's what I've been doing lately. Cool. It's yeah. cool. They have the commercials in it. So basically somebody just like filmed it with a camera and stuck it on YouTube. No VHS. Oh, oh, oh okay. VHS. True, 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 true. Yeah. Cause okay. I found the Patty Duke channel too. And they have all her stuff. That's yeah. Oh I was like, look, who's the boss? It's the new episode. No, it's not. That's great. Oh my goodness. So yeah, we'll be back with something new or something old then next week so until then everybody geek on